This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show, brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. I secret, I think you want to know. A dirty little secret, about a secret little show. Uh, Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. Get her done. Sarah, Vinny, Alex, Bernie, and we're just, we can't wait to be ultra millionaires, mega millionaires. So we're, rich. Oh, wait. So, so, so wait, rich. wait a minute. So are we buying tickets today for tonight's drawing? Is that no. tomorrow's? To, we have drawing. a ticket for tonight's drawing. Oh, that's, that's the Bryn's mega million right. because ticket, yeah. Bryn is our only hope. Thank you. We only divide that one four ways, but then we start the seven people inclusion on the next drum. So then everyone who works at Alice is in on, we're all putting in 20 bucks, and that's for Wednesday's drawing of Powerball, which nobody won. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be well over 700 million. Okay. I would assume. I can't wait. Oh man, it'd be so great if we just won one of those billion dollar pots with the seven, and we could just all go. We well, say we all just rent a plane and go to Hawaii and figure out what we're gonna do with all this money. I'll do that. Oh, wouldn't that be so great? That'd be, that's what you gotta do. You gotta go someplace calm and peaceful. Are we saying goodbye? Oh no, we're we said goodbye. Well, this is the beginning of the secret show. It is. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, remember Did you read those that? texts during the secret show? I mean, the, oh, that, that was yeah, the, yeah, yeah, oh, that yeah. was the uh-huh. thing. Right. Oh, all right. It's Sorry. okay. It's all right. <laughs> I get lost on the. Okay. We get lost in the money. I know. The idea of all the money. I tell you something. That's the thing about the lottery. Like, obviously, none of us are ever going to win it. Of course, I'm lying because I think I'm going to. But it's. We almost won that damn thing. It's. You know what? That, I think, is the closest we'll ever. We got five out of six numbers, but we didn't get the right five out of six numbers. Right. And it's amazing that the difference between the five numbers we got and the five numbers we wanted was like $340,000. So we wound up getting like 13, 14 grand, something like that. It was not much. Split seven ways. Well, by ways. comparison, it was a major burn. Huge burn because for a full five minutes, we thought we had the $350,000. No, I called my real estate agent. Yeah. Like, I just like, came into money. I'm about to, I got the down I've been trying to gather. Yeah. I'm ready. Boy. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Where were we? Oh, yeah. Let's we do some secret show stuff. Yeah. Secret show. What are you going to so read? Edging. Me? Edging is a thing. 
Yeah, with the way you, with the way you said it, it's all different things like masturbatory edging, where you get yourself to the end, back yourself off, get yourself to the edge. I back think most. Off. Mo- I don't know. I can't speak for other guys. I definitely do that quite a bit. I'm usually trying to make it go for You're prolonging the magic, as Cake would say. Five minutes from five to maybe fifteen, if I've got nowhere to be. Oh, is it when you're like with yourself though, or is it it's when you're either? It's when you get well, someone. No, no, I almost know. There. I know the edging. I'm asking Vinny if it's like just trying to prolong it for his wife or for oh, himself. No, 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 no. Oh. for myself. I have other I techniques. I have other techniques I use to outlast. The misses. Is that the goal? Outlast the misses because I want her to finish. Right. And if I see that she's getting close, often I can just, you know, look at her boobs and take her oh. in a little more, and then I can finish right there. With but her. but and 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 then if I can't, if I've been holding back and she's like, uh, you know, and then I always know she gets rid of the vibrator. That's yes. the that's the tell. She's not. It's happened. She's not it's, super right. dramatic about no. it. Ow. Yeah, she's not dramatic Ow. at all. Ow. But I know Ow. when she turns Ow. that thing off and Ow. throws that aside that she's done, Ow. and I get to finish now. Oh. And if I've done that, I feel yeah. like I've done my job. Mission accomplished. Yeah, Ow. like I'm really happy with. I will leave that session thinking I'm the Ow. man. Mm-hmm. Ow. I pulled that off. So you're proud of yourself. I am proud of. Ow. I am proud mm-hmm. of myself. And I've listened. As Ow. a young man, my poor first girlfriend, boy, she used to be like, "Really? Are we done already?" <laughs> and by we, I mean you. Yeah, I mean there were times when I felt like pretty bad about it. Like, jeez, <laughs> she'd just be like, "Okay." So there was nothing in that for me. Right. Thanks. And now he's at the skate park. <laughs> well, it wasn't that I didn't, I didn't, I wanted to be good. I really did. I was trying, but ha- controlling that thing is a lot harder than people think. Well, especially when you're 16. You have full control of that thing when you were 16? No, my methods were always to drink. No, well, that. That actually I- became really useful for yeah. me. That became the way I controlled that. But my actually. tool was, you know, kind of getting myself for a little while, you know, a couple of times. Oh, beforehand, yeah. yeah. That's still Clear one the, of the chamber techniques. out a few times, I mean, right. I can't say I don't do that now. Yeah, poor John. He should have done that every weekend. <laughs> oh, because he went too quick? He just was, it was just over before it even, well, was like, oh, you know yay, what's, it's You over. know what's Woo. really cool, and I, know, I understand, probably including Christina, I don't care. I like the appointment. It works for me, and it works. Like, we know where we're supposed to be, and it's going down. And I can kind of be ready for that, Mm -hmm. and so it feels like the best-case scenario for me. I think she'd like a little romance, a little build-up, a little flirting, a little, like, by the time nighttime comes around, it's on, except nighttime comes around and she falls asleep. So, like, that just... That's just a freaking joke, that whole like, romantic notion right. that this should be. Well, after a long, hard week, you lay down on a couch on a Friday night. Bye. The end. That's the end of that. Right. You know, I was actually thinking that while your mom is was here, and obviously this was She's not, leaving this, as we speak, yeah. yeah. This was not the week for it because you had a whole other thing going on. But when you have a sitter or whatever, you should just book a hotel, go to dinner, 
take her to the hotel, fuck the shit out of her, clean up, get the hell and go home. You know, then now you haven't gone home. You haven't had to deal with the kids or put anybody to sleep. And you just, you know, for 150 bucks, you book a shitty hotel room. And well, actually, we have a place we can go to. So that's right. not entirely oh. out of the that's happened before, but not nearly as much as I'd like. You just need to not even ask her. Just drive there. It's so smart. Woman. Sir. I want to fuck the shit out of you right now. I've been watching you, thinking about sticking my dick in. Oh, super hot for you right now. Get in there and get your clothes off. I'm going to smush myself all over you. You really should be a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that that would that work. really good. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. That, okay. (laughs) Let's read some bad advice. Thank you. There was one uh, from yes uh, that was responding to yesterday's show saying that. Oh, we, you got a response in there. We gave horrible advice again. Oh, oh I don't even remember gosh. yesterday's show. What happened yesterday? What was it about? It was about um, the soccer dad. That was. Oh yeah, the double on. spaces. Oh right. And, uh-huh. So she felt like she knew who her who her secret admirer was. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is very interesting. And I didn't consider this at all. Okay. Hey, guys. I think you severely overlooked an option for yesterday's bad advice. I think the wife and husband are possible swingers looking for a third, and that's why she responded with, oh, he has an app with a second phone number to do pranks when she was confronted. Just a thought. Love you guys. Uh, well, I listen, know. Actually for makes the record, sense. you should understand, at least from me, I won't speak for anyone else here, I'm fucking square. Okay, I have not been around. Yep. I mean, especially I don't consider that. Especially in the Bay Area or San Francisco, San Francisco specifically, it's wild where here. the the Folsom Street Fair happens. Sure. And they don't even do what was the one they used to do? The exotic, exotic erotic. erotic, exotic yeah. erotic. Like, there's a lot crazy. going on here that I have not partaken in, and it's not because I. I I just am prude, I guess. It's not even that you're a prude. It's that that's you know you're satisfied with what you know your the parameters well, of what you're are acceptable to you. And I also have look. I I do think about my career. I things come up in my mind where I think should I be at that? I shouldn't. It's probably not the you right been, thing for me to you do. You would have been fine when you were younger and single. I th- there's no reason you couldn't go and be, be like ah, I have this crazy time. But now it just isn't a hot look when the guy who's married with little kids is like, yeah, I blew off my wife and family and went to the exotic erotic Yeah, that ball. would be weird. Anyway, I don't do that kind of stuff. Lots so of I people don't... swing, though, way more than we think. And yep. I have I know of real big disasters that have happened and other people who seem to just be doing it and going along with it. Uh, and it never crossed my mind that that could be... Not mine either. And it's actually... Extremely interesting. If let's just say these people were swingers. So if you listen to yesterday's show, let me see if I can find the actual note. Because the hold on, oh come slut, hilarious. I'm looking at my red folder. So 
33-year-old married mother of three, start getting texts from an unknown number. Hey, beautiful, I'm your secret admirer, thinking about you, etc. There are two spaces between each word. And I do know another guy, a dad, of like on the soccer team thread, who does two spaces between each word. I think that's a way, and then he's got this supposed second phone that he pranks people with. I think he specifically puts two two spaces between each word so that you will know it's him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I agree. I think that that's true. I didn't think, though, that that the wife was in on it and that they were trying right. to, but to I think, get a third. But if we're presuming that these two are swingers and now you call the, and the wife is ready to sort of feel you out. Right. And so she brushes it off because you're clearly not into it. Right. And she's okay. all, oh, that's just a, just a little jokey joke. But if you were like, hey, um... Just wondering, because I swing. <laughs> well, that actually makes me feel better in that at least the wife in that scenario isn't getting isn't fucked an, over. Yeah, a donkey. Like she's part of the party deal. All right. Okay. I, I hope you're right. And I, I hope actually, so too. I honestly, I, I hope it doesn't come off the wrong way. I think people should be, grown adults should be able to do what they want with other consenting grown adults. Just because I don't doesn't mean I don't think you should. I'm not nearly capable of all that stuff for a number of reasons. One, I worry about getting caught in a scenario that could affect my job. I also worry all the time about catching something. Well, that your would COVID, be... Your COVID, your herpes, oh, whatever you got, I don't want it. That's the thing. Okay, you got COVID or you got something treatable with an antibiotic. But if you bring home herpes, there's really only one way you got that. Mm -hmm. And that's not, it's hard to explain that. That's from a toilet seat. No, it's not. It's from. The toilet seat at work is hideous. Yeah, it's hideous. My bad. People like rub their crotches all over it, including me. I do it too. (laughs) I don't know why I do that, but everyone just does it. It's like the way. No, I can see that being true. Good point. Texter yeah, and really good point. That's texter. one of the reasons why this system works. There's a checks and balances. We do our version of truth, blah-dee, blah-dee, and then blah. someone comes in and says, "You dingbats, you guys are dummies." But other times, people go, "Oh my god, I can't believe you are such a good therapist." Again, that's there's things that I have a insight into where I'm able to sort of go, "Oh, I kind of see that," and others where I'm clearly clueless. Right. Well, and you know, you get a problem thrown at you. I find sometimes we all, if we all give our first reaction, we can boil it down Mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like by the time it gets all the way around, we go, okay, to sum it all up, I think Mm -hmm. we can. A little bit of Sarah's there, mostly Vinny's, and tiny bit of Aho's, and that all makes sense. None of (laughs) Aho's. You know, oh my gosh, I have good stuff sometimes. (laughs) To be honest, sometimes I see the thing I'm about to say and I wait. And let everyone talk, and I'm I'm just holding it and seeing if it comes out. Other times, I just am I have no idea, and I'm waiting because I have no idea. But <laughs> I never know what the answer is to that question. Does he does he, is he holding, or does he just not know? I guess I'll go. <laughs> okay, this one is this is not sexy. Okay, but it is about something that is very. Uh, three of the four people in this room own own homes, mm-hmm. and this is a home ownership, a home buying. 
uh, they would like some advice about that. Okay. So here we go. I would love advice from y'all, y'all, regarding the very unsexy topic of home buying, which, by the way, it isn't sexy unless you're into real estate or and or looking for a house currently, and then it is sexy. Then mm. it's like you want to hear all everything. you can think about. All yeah. you can think about. I want to get a house. Especially I'm trying if to you're figure it out. In Brazil, yeah. right? Get my credit score. Go. You don't need that in Brazil, I guess. Uh, just you know, can't you just build? Can't you just like find a place to squat in Brazil <laughs> and just like you know grab some like driftwood and make yourself a little you're right there on the beach? I know. What I feel else like do you I need? Could. I'll get back to you on that one. Set some traps in the jungle and eat some forest animals. I don't know. <laughs> A fire go- I don't know. Do you even need money there? No one knows. It's a mystery. Yeah, you okay. don't need money there. <laughs> so, uh, I know, I know the joys of home ownership. Yeah, the joys. And the... Go on. And the nightmares. But it has always been my dream to own my own home since I was a little girl. Even more than a career or marriage or kids. And now, here I am with all of the above except for the house. My husband and I have been renters since college, and now at the ripe old age of 36, with an active Hulk toddler and a good chunk of savings, we are both itching to start the home search. Living in the Bay Area currently, we know it might not be feasible to own a home here. Our salaries are good, but not great. So we are keeping an open mind on where we may end up. And unfortunately, right now, fucking blows. Like, the interest rates are outrageous right now. Buffalo, Detroit. Ann still, Arbor. Still big interest rates. You're just going to be paying a lot less for the I'm house. I'm just kidding. It's You're from not that wrong sto- earlier story, I though. I love that story. Those are all going to be waterfront, <laughs> warm properties. It's going to be like the new tropics. And the, and the equator, equatorial uh, earth will be unlivable. Let's and the hope water there will be boiling. Let's please hope that's thousands of years away. Okay. Let's please hope that. Uh, so they've been renting, and now they're looking. Living in the Bay Area, we know it may not be feasible. Uh, so we are keeping an open mind on where we may end up. Luckily, Hubby works remotely, and my smaller salary basically only pays for daycare here. Sigh, but that's another story. The issue. We are super green. We know nothing about the home buying process. In doing some online research, the amount of information out there is so overwhelming, and we don't have any local connections to help us out at all. We have recently been pre-approved for a home loan. Our credit scores are awesome, not so humble brag. But what we were given doesn't really sound all that great, and our monthly payment would be way more than what we're paying in rent right now, which is disheartening after so many years of diligently saving up. I know most of you own your own homes. Can you share how you got started and what helped guide you through the process? Do you have any suggestions on what kind of homework we need to do to know our stuff or who we should talk to? We two dummies are in desperate need of a shepherd. For now, I guess we're stuck in our little rental, which we're enjoying with all the birthdays, baby memories, backyard picnics, and blowjobs. Oops, I guess this did have a little sexy in it after all. Ah. Thanks for reading. Uh, Well, E. Because I don't know if she wants me to say her name now that she threw blowjobs into it. P.S. Not giving me a number because talking on the phone gives me anxiety a la Sarah. Bye. Okay, so. uh, First of all, here's how I started. In St. Louis, my house was $93,000. My monthly payment was like $491. And uh, you, there's a thing called um, first-time homebuyers help. I think it's called like FHA program. It's mm-hmm. a program and, and it it is apparently a helpful, it's like a backup for a loan for you. It's almost like the government backs you so you can put down a lot smaller of a down payment um, and finance more of the percentage of the house. Now, I don't know. There are restrictions with that. And at your age, you might not be able to get that. Um, 
but that's where I started. I started in a place where you could afford a house. I think between me and John, we made probably $70,000 together. I was That was my, my first real job in radio, a full-time midday gig, and I was making $33,000 a year, and John was working at the airport and, uh, like, doing luggage. And so we were able to afford it because the fucking houses there were cheap. That house was beautiful, tiny, two-bedroom, one-bath, all hardwood floors. It was 100 years old, all brick. Oh, man. So uh, St. Louis is an option. You could go there. It's not much more expensive than it was then because that was like 93, I think we bought that house. So, yeah, I think if you think you're going to start in Silicon Valley, you're probably not going to. I don't know how much you've got saved up, but it's safe to say you're going to be Moving to the far burbs. Here's what I, this is the, <clears throat> pardon me. This is the thing that I can add to this. Sarah's certainly the expert when this is all, where all this is concerned. First and foremost, people will tell you, buy as much house as you can and, you know, really get. Because it's just going to grow. Right. I understand that. Except that. Often, to get as much as you can, you may be finding yourself so far from the place you actually work. And now you have to start considering what your quality of life is. Yep. And while I completely, like, I'm a native Californian. I grew up surfing. I grew up on the beach. I grew up with these things that to this day are, so, like, incredibly important. They're They're very much a part of who I am. Your lifestyle as a person. requires those. Right. So, and I, but I have lived elsewhere. And don't get me wrong because that's what I'm getting at here, which is while California is me in every possible way, I also moved to Philly to work with Sarah. That's how we started. And I also lived in Oregon for a while to get restarted after I fucking torpedoed my whole life. So what I'm getting at is there are are other places in this world that you could go get a house, right. a lot more house for a lot less money. Right. So you have to look at what is important to you. If commuting is acceptable at your age, you're truly looking at at least 30 years of commuting if you're going to buy that house and stay there. Right. Now, not everybody does that, but I'm saying that's kind of what you're yeah. accepting as a reality and you may find yourselves in 20 years going this is the as much house as we're going to be able to ever afford in california so you don't i don't i wouldn't want to marry myself to that i ended up buying where i did because it was a lot less expensive than say burlingame mm -hmm. or milbray oh, got three or times san the house. carlos yeah. or now here's the next piece of that puzzle we bought out in the sticks, far away. I have a lot of commuting to do, but I know that my career is, you know, what I I'm in my 50s. I have a lot less time yeah. to commute than, say, someone in their 30s would. But we're on the edge of a forest now, and we're having trouble getting home insurance. Mm -hmm. So the other thing you have to consider, which most people don't, you truly find yourself going, oh my God, it's perfect. Let's put in an offer and we'll take it. And there's like this weird pre-qualified, get ready, we're putting in an offer. Consider where you're at. Can you insure that home in California? There are places that are in 
flood, like low-lying flood areas. And if you're doing a mortgage, you ha- it's required. And that is expensive insurance. I'm getting rolled right now because we're on the edge of a forest. So you're having the homeowner's fire danger we're having, kick up. We're having people say, no. We're not going to insure you. Like that's, it's not, you know, it's, oh, here's a price that, you know, you can't afford. They're just saying, no. So right. it, there's really a there's lot. There's also earthquakes. And that is a lot of times optional, but also insanely expensive to have. And if you don't have it, how much it will cost so you. I'm not trying to house. talk you out of it, but I'm saying like Sarah lives in a low lying area. I live on the edge of a forest, which is a, they're called, uh, forget the term they use to deny us. But High fire danger. Yeah, like a, like right. a, whatever. So Consider those things because right. you might be saying I'm living the American dream, but you might also find yourself a year in going, holy, f- we can't get insured. I would also say, let's say you get past all that stuff. The kind of mortgage you get really matters. If you don't, if you get an adjustable rate mortgage because it's so tempting because that first year or whatever mm-hmm. is an affordable rate. It's a lure. It's a lure. And it is also, you might end up losing that house because the adjustable rate is usually tied to whatever prime is. And it's very high right now. And you it could go up so, uh, it just could be completely unaffordable. And then all this money and all this anxiety and all these things that you've done and all the hoops that you've jumped through all go out the window. And now you have a fucking bankruptcy mm-hmm. in your in your back pocket to show to everyone. Um, And I hope that we're not completely putting you off this because there is nothing like owning your own home. I remember John and me in St. Louis and realizing that we were in our own house. Mm -hmm. Like it's almost like we came to in our basement playing, playing pool down there. I'm like, no one's coming over. No one is on. No one's asking us for rent. There's no mom and dad. There's nothing. This is like, this is incredible. Well, that's so what I what I was trying to share with you is that I know it may have come off a little bit scary. I wasn't trying to be scary about it. I'm just trying to say there are other places, other states in this union of states that you could consider where you would have the money to be able to buy. Now, that means you can you get a job there. Right. Well, he can work remote, she's saying. So then that's a big deal. Right. That's a really big deal because you could go to Eugene, Oregon, where I lived for four years and have an incredibly happy lifestyle. You don't have long commutes. Yeah. No, I'm just saying rainy. there's a lot of upside to, to outside of California. Yes. And there's even upside to the outer reaches in California. Sure. As long as you don't find yourself getting called back into work permanently right. and now nope, you have to be here every day that no problem yeah. no commute thing turns into a two plus hour drive each way right i would say you're doing the right things you're saving your money and you're enjoying your life in your rental and i would say continue on with that and wait for interest rates to improve you just don't want to be and that's another thing too like a lot of people think they're going to refinance after a couple of years you know we get this really low interest rate on this adjustable loan and then you find that you actually your house hasn't improved the value hasn't gone up enough for you to be able to refinance and now you have to pay this higher rate i say wait that's just my advice wait until the rates come down 
and the rates are and consider insane. all these other mm. all these other things. Blim. Ah, oh, um, yeah, I have a lot to say, but we have to go. No, There's, no, we don't. We go don't. ahead. Um, I would certainly look into the FHA loan. There's so many government agencies out there that will help. That can help. Yeah, you can look it up on Google. All kinds of um, programs. What I was going to say is I ha- I was lucky enough to have my mom as my agent, and she knows everything, so I just kind of trusted her, and of course you trust your mom. Uh, but also if you find an agent, you kind of can pick their brain, but also not trust everything they say because they know what they know, right? So in general, uh, find what you like, do a bunch of research, as much research as you can, because your, your take on this property is going to be different than the agents or anybody else. They're also else's. essentially a salesperson. They are. They're going to try they and are, sell But they're knowledgeable. They I are. Mean, so shop around and then do your research and also crunch those numbers. Yeah. Crazy crunching. Mm-hmm. So you can afford the thing and not go bankrupt. Yeah, you don't want to end up fucking yourself uh-huh. with it. Well, yeah, I mean, that's one of the things is if you get... And I, I'm i one who would say, go with the house. For me, I would say go with the house. But there are people who would go, I got this house and I got no fucking money. Mm-hmm. Like none. Like I can't go on vacation. To me... I'm good with being home, having my place. I I know where I'm going to go surf. I'm fine with that. I can entertain myself most days. I got a guitar I play. Like to me, that's the move. But there are people who would go, if I don't get the fuck out of this town at least three times a year, I'm going to kill somebody. Well, you may not have the money for that. Because we also haven't talked about property taxes, which are incredibly Mm -hmm. expensive. All these things that pack on on top of whatever your payment's going to be. I, I do think that I appreciate homes and the value and the you know the the investment that that is. And I have said so many times to John, let's sell everything and just move into a rental, because then you know what you pay your rent, mm-hmm. and maybe I guess you have your renter's insurance, and that's all. You're not paying the property taxes, you're not paying the insurance, you're not paying for all these things, and you're just and you're living your life. You know, your your landlord doesn't want you to move out. They want to keep getting that money every month. And it's less than you're going to pay on a mortgage in the same neighborhood, I guess, especially with the interest rates right now. I've I've often thought it would be such a lightening of the load to not be paying all that, to realize the gain. The house is great. Whatever, right. Right, whatever it's worth now, sell it, take that money, and use that money to rent something that we don't have to, that you don't have to worry about it. The toilet explodes, you know what you do? You know how when you're renting and the toilet explodes, you go, ah, yeah, your toilet just exploded. I get it, I'm leaving for work, bye. And then someone comes and fixes the toilet because it's somebody else's property. Right. That's your job. That's the joys of home ownership. Yeah, I hope we've talked you out of it. Just save money for a while. Don't do it now. Well, oh, I'm terrible. if you can find something, I think it's a good move. But consider the things we're mentioning. I mean, I truly am finding myself going, what are we, how are we going to get insured? Right. Is that really an ongoing thing right it's now? It's an on, they, I, Jesus, look, this, com- this here's, this, here's the story in a nutshell. This company said, I called them four months ago. And she goes, I can't get you your policy until 30 days before your your, your current one expires. So call me back. 30 days before your expiration. I said, okay. Called them back. So you'll be well and truly fucked. Well, and then she said, "I here's the price. And I said, I'll take it. I'm paying in full for the year. Sent them the money. Last week, they came back and said, we're so sorry. You're going to have to get supplemental insurance. What we've offered you only covers you for the inside of your home, not your structure. 
And I'm like, what? You never fucking said that to me. And also that we amount of money deal. for the I interior. Paid, I paid that money to you to be covered from day one going yeah. forward. And I've already checked this off my list. What are you doing? This yeah. is bait and switch. Like you're changing the price after the fact. Well, this is the way it's got it. And I'm like, okay, well, fine. I'll keep that, what do you call that, that thing in the fire. And then I turned right around and started talking to people. And my mom goes, oh, I have your solution. Oh. Are you in ARP? And I'm like, fuck no. Why not? Because I refuse to accept that I'm that old. Oh. But then I said, all right, I'll join ARP. She goes, join ARP. That place will absolutely insure you. Do not worry. So I joined ARP. I called the place that insures. And the guy goes, oh, we can't insure that. You're in a fire area. And I'm like, well, the whole state's a fucking fire area. It's California. Mm. I mean, was... Would cheat? What was that? Where was the campfire? The Chico area? Par- paradise? Paradise? Oh no, that was just the Paradise Fire. Mm-hmm, that was the Paradise Fire. Oh, whatever okay. it was, I'm sure that that's like no one expected that whole place to go up. Coffee Park? Is that what you're thinking of? I don't know what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. There's been enough huge sure. fires, huge that, fires wiping, and out they're whole not all right. in the forest. You know, I mean, that's these were communities that got wiped clean. So anyway, my point is, I just went was like, so it's a no. Yeah, it's a no. We're not, we don't need to talk like, anymore. Mom, you just made me join ARP. Ah, well, I'm just saying that that's the kind of thing that Californians are going through right yeah. now. I'm oh, not alone. Terrible. No. So you're going to have to pay through the nose for your old insurer who just came back to you with their hand out for more. For more. That's what's going on out there. And I bought where I bought because it was less expensive. That's the reason. Mm-hmm. The place that I put an offer in in Burlingame they came back to me and said, oh, that whole structure in the backyard was built without permits. And I'm like, the whole structure is an entire carriage house. Yeah. That's a guest house for the property. I'm not tearing that down when they say, sorry, you didn't use permits. You can't have that. Mm. So I pulled my offer and went, fuck that. I'm not going to. What am I supposed to do? You just do what the people who lived there before you do. You just move into the house and the un- unpermitted structure and you just keep your mouth shut about yeah, it. Yeah, grow more trees. Grow more trees, block it what out. What do you mean? What happens <laughs> you- when the inspector comes through and goes, hold on? They, the inspector has nothing yeah, to do with it. What the, the hell The inspector are you works for you. They just do an inspection. They go, oh, yeah, that's fine. That's good. Yeah. I've, you've talked about this before. You didn't need to pull that, but... Hey, they're on their way up right now. We got to- Okay, great. We're going to... Uh, I just blew Vinny's mind. Look happy <laughs> I don't think all. you're right, though. The inspectors for the people with the loan and all the other stuff. Are you talking about the appraiser? The city guy who comes oh, the city, through. The city guy might, but then you could back out at that point. Well, but usually anyway. they don't. If it's existing and everything's fine with it, you got to be careful. Gotta it is a roll, yeah, yeah, a roll of the dice. It's a roll of the dice. All right. We're going to go meet important right. people in this day, building. Have a great day, you guys. Bye. Send your emails to Bryn at RadioAlice.com. Give me the magic words. The end.